0: Last week we did this thing in, in the church, which I thought was a really bad idea, and I told everyone who could hear me that it was a really bad idea. It wouldn't go well, and we'll never do it again. Someone suggested that we did a DIY nativity, and I knew that was a bad idea. Because I've been to nativities when I was younger, and and nativities were pretty simple affairs. You know, you you all had a part, and uh, there was one Mary and one Joseph, and and everyone knew who was going to be Mary, and everyone knew who was going to be Joseph. It was like the most popular well, it was usually the most popular girl and the naughtiest boy who was Mary and Joseph, because you could control Joseph. Um, I was always the fourth shepherd. And if you were the fourth shepherd, it wasn't a speaking part, it was just, you know, you know, you got a tea towel for your head and you had to bring your dad's dressing gown in and then you just wandered around and did whatever you were supposed to do. And I knew it was going to be a bad idea, DIY nativity, because there were going to be like 17 girls that wanted to be Mary and, uh, and no one that wanted to be Joseph and like four hundred and twenty kings because everyone wants to be a king because that's cool and seven stars and who was going to be it was just going to be a nightmare it was going to be ridiculous there was no way that it was going to work and of course it was absolutely brilliant and everyone was involved and everyone had a part and everyone kind of wrote themselves into the Christmas story and isn't isn't that exactly the point isn't that why we sing? Isn't that why we read readings? And it's not because we just want to hear the story again. It's because we kind of write ourselves into the part, don't we? It was for us. It was for me. It was I'm involved somehow in the whole, in the whole deal. If you had a choice, who would you be in the Christmas story? There's the question. Or, 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 let me put it a different way: Who do you most identify with? In the Christmas story, I tell you who I, I think this year—it's—it's it's not Herod for me. Although there were been moments when I wanted to kill children, no, I didn't at all ever at any point. It, um, I, 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 there, it's not—it's not even shepherds for me. Although there have been some dysfunctional moments when you know I felt I was an outcast and all that kind of stuff. I think it was the innkeeper. I think for me, the innkeeper was—is—is the, is the person I most identify with because I got no space. I've got no space. Can you identify with that? I have no space. I got. I, I went to Fort Quinaird local shopping centre for those of you who are not local. No spaces. No spaces. Even the parking elves. No spaces. You drive around hoping for a space, trying to not get parking rage, which is now a thing apparently. No space. My diary. No space. My bank account. <laughs> no space. <laughs> My fridge, no space. My patience, no space. The innkeeper had no space. It's weird, isn't it? No space for the one who created space. No space. Cause he didn't recognise who he was and he didn't recognise what was going on. So here's the question do you do you got space? that's not even English question do you got space (laughs) have you got space let me just read a few of those verses that, that Dom just read for us here they are and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby keeping watch over their flocks by night the innkeeper had said there was no room An angel of the Lord appeared to them. We know these words really well. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. Can you ever get your head around what that might look like? The glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. You bet they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all People, Good news of great joy that will be for all people. Get your head around this story. There's this unwed young couple pregnant from the provinces. I mean, that would be scandalous now. It's, it's outrageous back then. They're traveling for a census, and they're about to meet the extended family because they're going back to their hometown, and everyone's going to know that something's not right. And however many times Joseph said, I didn't touch her, it wasn't me, it was God. It just sounded weirder with every time he communicated it. It sounded like a story. It didn't sound at all possible. The stigma was just huge. God chose to be born into the chaos of this world and into the stigma of human relationships and there was no room for him. There was no room for him. This long, long trip. Mary is, is just wanting to sleep and all she can do is sleep with the animals. She's been riding an animal and now all she can do is sleep with the animals and she can feel the baby coming like in her neck. Just want, I don't want to move by that, but you do know, you know what that, some of you women will know, you can feel the baby coming, it's just coming, and there's nothing I can do, and I've got to, and there is no room, and Bethlehem is crammed, it's rammed, it's rammed. And into the grime of this world and the anxiety of this world and the dysfunction of this world and the fear of this world. The long promised for, awaited Messiah, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace is coming into the world. And there's no room for him. And there's no room for him. And in the grime and the anxiety and the dysfunction and the fear of our world, when he is needed most, there is no room for him. And the angel says, good news. This is massive. The angel says, good news of great joy for all people that that phrase good news is where we get the word gospel from it's good news it's such good you know it's not bad news the church of Jesus Christ has so long lived and acted and spoken as if this is really bad news this good news (laughs) it's bad news that should make us feel miserable and do really Miserable things. No, this is good news. This is the moment that changes everything. God is with us in a new way. God loves us perfectly. God is for us, not against us. The ways of God are entering this world into our experience. Peace with God is now possible. And therefore, peace with people is now possible. And therefore, it is now possible to dream of a world and a future where violence doesn't rule and reign. A competition and jealousy doesn't rule and reign because God has come. Great joy. Do you know, in the original language, the, the word for great joy is the word megas karna, which actually means exactly what it, you think it means. Kana is the, is the root, root word for the word grace and the root word for the word gift. And megas just means mega. So when the angel says good news of great joy, the angel is actually saying mega joy. This is going to be mega joyful for you. This is going to be so joyful, it's going to get hold of your heart and life and your emotions and it's going to well up in you and it's going to create this incredible joy. God's favor for you, God's gift for you is going to create joy for all people. This is massive news for the world. It's life-changing, epoch-changing, world-changing news and, and there was no room for him because they didn't recognize what was happening because they were so busy with immediate important things that they missed the essential eternal thing they were too busy for God I mean when you think about it that's nuts really if God showed up and had been promised and And then they missed him because they were too busy for him. It's crazy, isn't it, to blitz through life, ruling nothing in and nothing out. And at the end of your days, find yourself holding nothing, suddenly aware of everything, and holding nothing, and never truly living. It makes no sense and it appears to be nonsense but in every other way it makes sense that God has come but there is no space because I'm too full of stuff and I'm too full of profits to be made and people to please and context to be had and things that must be done and yet in reality I'm empty of all the stuff that means anything at all purpose and wisdom and love and peace and joy so full of me I have no room for him for the saviour of the world but God has come and God has come to unexpected places to unexpected people and he arrives where there is room for him see that he arrives where there is room for him and he still does the, the only question left hanging tonight as we celebrate this most beautiful celebration of the birth of God is have you got space Will you make space? Are you open or are you closed? Are you open or are you closed? Let's pray together. Let's just take a moment. amongst the tinsel and the turkey and the friends and the family and the fun that we're about to all have and the memories and the board games let's just reflect on the saviour of the world John Betjeman, famous poet, writes a famous poem about Christmas. And he says this, and is it true, and is it true, the most tremendous tale of all, seen in a stained glass window's hue, a baby in an ox's stall? The maker of the stars and sea Became a child on earth for me And is it true For if it is No loving fingers tying strings Around those tissued fripperies The sweet and silly Christmas things Bath salts and inexpensive scent And hideous ties so kindly meant No love that in a family dwells No caroling in frosty air, nor all the steeple-shaking bells can with this single truth compare that God was man in Palestine and lives today in bread and wine. There is not a truth on this planet that compares with the fact that God came and lived that God loves and lives that God is here and changes everything so God we welcome you we welcome you on what will be your birthday come and present yourself amongst us